0: Crypto Watch is presented by TheConstantInvestor.com. I'm Alan Kohler, and every day my writing and podcasts put the financial world into context with a focus on the issues that matter. Join us today. It's only a dollar for the first month. And now it's time
1: for this week's Crypto Watch. Greg Dimopoulos here for The Constant Investor. And in today's Crypto 101, it's all about cryptocurrencies, of course, and what networks they operate on. To help me out, I'm joined by Anouk Pinchetti, Education Consultant at the Blockchain Centre in Melbourne. Anouk, there are thousands of different cryptocurrencies out there. Do they all use the same network to operate on?
0: Um, No, they don't, Greg. Um, Although they all use the internet, each of these different cryptocurrencies are peer-to-peer networks, which means that everyone running the Bitcoin code is actually talking directly to each other. And that makes it its own network. So when people can take this code and change it and copy that to different people, that actually becomes a separate network. So that's what's happening with a lot of alternate coins or altcoins that have taken copies of the Bitcoin code, um, such as Bitcoin Core versus Bitcoin Cash or Bitcoin Candy, as is coming out now, or Bitcoin Diamond. These are all alternate versions of the Bitcoin code that are only mildly different from each other. Then there are a number of uh, very different currencies and networks, such as Ethereum, which is not Bitcoin code at all.
1: What would you say are some of the, the key differences in terms of, say, the Bitcoin network as opposed to the Ethereum network?
0: Ah, Well, the Ethereum network, rather than just transferring the actual Bitcoins, the Ethereum network has a different cryptocurrency on it called Ether. And it's transferring code, software code that they call smart contracts, which is like sending around programmable money that can do anything that you can tell a computer program to do because it's a fully functional programming language.
1: And in terms of transactions, say per per minute or per second, Ripple's recently got quite a a bit of news coverage uh you know people saying it's the the cryptocurrency of the banks and you know it it took over ethereum in terms of market cap just recently although ethereum's recently come back on top is it sort of a a battle between those three uh, bitcoin ethereum and uh ripple and do, do all those three run off completely different code and different networks as in sort of ripple doesn't rely on the ethereum network to to operate
0: correct so they each have their own code and therefore their own network um so they don't rely on each other um in bitcoin it's completely open so anyone can join and anyone can be a fully functional part of that network. The same with Ethereum. With Ripple, however, uh, there's only a select few servers that can actually run the validation on it. Um, So that is for the banks. It is a private currency, if you like, whereas Bitcoin is a public currency. So these three have the highest market cap at the moment, um, but I would, be, um, I would be very surprised if there are not better technologies coming down the pipeline into the future.
1: When it comes to the Ethereum network, there's a number of different cryptocurrencies that operate on it. How does that all work? How do they interlink there?
0: So, on the Ethereum network, um, you can create different tokens... For different currencies, so rather than just transferring ether, um, you can make your own tokens. Simply create a smart contract and say, "Here's fifty thousand grid coins, and I will send some to this person, and to this person, and to that person." But the the tokens themselves—they're called ERC twenty tokens—that most of these different cryptocurrencies have—they're quite limited in terms of designing a currency so there's you know there's a certain fixed number of them they're all there to start with there's no mining you simply sell them and then decide who they go to so it is it is they're very static and uh, very limited and therefore ethereum are constantly working out ways of making more functional Token um, ways of tokens working.
1: We often hear about mining for Bitcoin. Do all the other cryptocurrencies have to be mined? And if so, are they mined in a similar way to Bitcoin? Or is it completely different since they obviously, as you mentioned earlier, run off different networks?
0: So they're all different. So Bitcoin uses... Proof of work and all the the Bitcoin code-based altcoins will also use proof of work. Proof of work is a fancy way of saying making sure that the computers do a whole lot of mathematical processing to to actually prove that they're part of the network and they've done the work for the network. Um, Other currencies are setting up different ways of validating and preventing people from creating false information. Uh, this is still a very much a developing field. So Ethereum is talking about moving to proof of stake, where people put up some of their coins to so that they have stake in saying yes I have something at stake, I'm risking something to tell the world what is the next block and therefore with that at stake they get a small reward for their commitment to generating the next block. So then you don't need as much of the sheer processing power because you can trust that node
1: slightly more. How does one find out what network a certain token or currency is running on?
0: Um, So, you would need to actually look up the descriptions of the specific project. So mostly if you're looking at an ICO, for instance, somewhere it will tell you that it is an ERC20 token, which would mean it's on the Ethereum network. So that's the most common type of token out there. Now. There is a slight difference between the tokens and the cryptocurrencies, as I started to allude to earlier. Um, So the tokens are transferred across in Ethereum, but Ethereum itself runs on the Ether cryptocurrency. And the transactions are paid for in gas, um, which is, yeah. Uh, a level down so the cryptocurrency might be bitcoin but the token would be just something that would be transferred on that network so all the erc20 tokens are using the ethereum network and that's most of the icos that are coming out
1: could you just explain the the gas what is gas and what does that have to do with ethereum tokens or erc the erc20 network
0: yes so the gas part, um, basically the way to make sure that the Ethereum network doesn't get overloaded because anyone can write a smart contract, a piece of code. Um, the transaction cost in Ethereum is based on how complex the smart contract is. and. Every extra line of code adds more gas because every computer that's running Ethereum will be running that software code. So it's very important to keep those smart contracts really simple and quick. And therefore, that brings the transaction costs down, not just to the individuals with the smart contract, but to the network as a whole.
1: That was Anouk Pinchetti, education consultant at the Blockchain Center.